You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Forecast is brought to you by Al White, Charles, Watch for Zombies, and Mondo. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 263rd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And today we're discussing Candyman from 2021, the most recent one. Nayada Costa. Yes. 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 Um, So as a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. Candyman is available to stream on Prime Video and Paramount+, Plus. so make sure to check it out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Yes, please do. Yes. Because I don't want to spoil it for you. No, thank you. Um, But before we jump into today's film, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Bones and All. It has a November 22nd release date. It's directed by Luca Guadagnino. Yep, that's it. I should know how to say that. Uh, (laughs) And it's written by David Cognac. Yep. Who previously wrote Suspiria, The Terror... The Invasion and Blood Creek. And Luca, we obviously know from Suspiria and Call Me By Your Name. It's based on the novel by Camille DeAngelis. The IMDb summary is Marin, a young woman, learns how to survive on the margins of society. That is a terrible summary. <laughs> it's so bad. I laughed. I was I laughed while I pulled it. I a was young like... <laughs> first of all, is she a woman? <laughs> she is a, a young lady. <laughs> <laughs> is she human? She is a vampire. I don't know. Yeah, she's a vampire, right? She's a vampire or a, young a murderer. I can't Vampire, tell. murderer, blood drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that could that could be the plot of like 17,000 movies. It's true. It's true. So this trailer that you put up here is not the trailer I saw previously. This was a different trailer. I think same. So there's a teaser and then a full. And I think yeah. I pulled the full. Okay. I saw a different full Mm. in the theater. I saw a very long trailer where I got like the whole, I got, I feel like I got a better summary than I got from this IMDb summary, which is a young woman obviously has vampiric tendencies Tendencies. and goes (laughs) off on her own uh, because her dad's like, dude, I love you, but you're killing people. And so you need to go. You're being a little extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go find Timothy Chalamet. You yeah. Go find, Tim, it out. go find Tim Chalamet. Uh, she finds Tim Chalamet. He's also a vampire. And they, she learns that there's other vampires in the world. And then they meet this old creepy vampire. And he is no good. You could tell. Yeah. He's a creep. So... There's that. And then, you know, it kind of feels it has like kind of a Lost Boys feel. It has kind of a uh, near dark feel, Mm -hmm. which I'm totally into Um, vampires finding each other and living in their little vampire covens. Um, Mm -hmm. It has like a romantic feel to it. Like I'm all in on the vampire movies. Uh, I'm just nervous about this one because it looks great. Looks fantastic. Yes. Yeah. But I'm nervous. That Are you nervous because of the trailer or are you nervous because of Suspiria? 
I'm nervous because of Suspiria. <laughs> Luca's a little extra. He is me. a little extra. He's a little extra for my taste. Um, I've only ever seen Suspiria of his films. I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name. I've wanted to. I think it only just started streaming. Um, so I'm going to check it out. Al probably loves after it, but October. That doesn't mean anything to me, honestly. <laughs> no, I've he heard likes really extra films. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, I'm curious, 100% going to see it. I love me some Timothy Chalamet. I, I don't care what him. he's in. No, I, will, I agree. Like, he's fantastic. He is fantastic. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. But you know what else looks looked great? Tisperia. Yes, <laughs> it looked fantastic. I was Except so excited about Remember, it. I was very hung up about it. But anyway. Um, Do we know how long this movie is? Is it, is it also 5,000 hours? Probably. I actually don't know. Oh. Um, but I actually, I've heard, been hearing that the girl is fantastic. Well, I um, don't doubt that. I don't doubt the acting So it's, it's honestly like, it's two hours and 10 minutes. Okay. I mean, and that's fine, I think, for... yeah this type of movie i do too when i was have a coming of age style film even if it's supernatural mm-hmm. i'm okay with that kind of runtime yeah yeah it's not no. like it's a slasher or something totally i'm um, definitely gonna see it i mean i'm gonna see it yeah i'm just not getting my hopes up sure that's fair i've been burned by you before i've been burned by you before <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder if it's maybe just a little too, you know. Yeah. I, I want to do like a a hand gesture, which does not lend itself to podcasting, but I'm kind of just flicking my nose up in the air. Okay. <laughs> you know? Just imagine it, guys. It feels like that. Yeah. It feels like that to me. I feel yeah. It's a little too much for me, but it could be great. If it's anything like Near Dark, we're it. I'm in. I'm yeah. totally <laughs> I feel like it'll at least be entertaining. Because you know what we haven't covered on the show, by the what? way? Near Dark. I know, because it's never streaming. I think it might be right now. Oh, well, let's find out, and okay. maybe we'll do that next week, because it's literally never streaming, and the DVD is also, like, impossible to get a hold of. I have it. I've seen it, obviously, within the past couple of years. Yeah. Let me look and see. Do I have Blu-ray, or do I have DVD? Uh, M N. <laughs> Amy going through her DVDs. Oh, I have a, I have a Blu-ray. I have a Blu-ray of it. Ooh, I wonder if it has fun special features. It probably does. So it is streaming, but on the Criterion Channel. Oh, okay. We can do that. We can do that. I can get you in on that. Cool. 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 Put it. Put um, it on the thing. Uh, are we ready to jump in? I am. Cool. I'm ready. Let's let's get this party started. Yeah, let's do it. With Candyman from 2021, written and directed by Naya DaCosta, um, who previously did Little Woods. Also written by Jordan Peele, who we know from Us, Get Out, and Nope. And Wynn Rosenfield, um, who did an episode on the newer The Twilight Zone. Uh, based on the 92 film, which we just spoke about, written by Bernard Rose. Based on the short story, The Forbidden, by Clive Barker. Yes. The a lot IMDb, of it. Lo- lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the IMDb summary is a sequel to the horror film Candyman from 92 that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. So this is my first viewing. Okay. You saw this before. I did. I saw it in theaters. Okay. 
Because when we were talking um, a couple weeks ago about the OG Candyman, yes. you seem to have more insider information than I did, um, So, which came from this film. Correct. Um, so there is a lot I like about this movie and a lot that it's not that I dislike it. It's just that I'm not sure I understand. Can so I- like. Is it too above my head, I think? No. Maybe? Okay. No. To be honest, I was... I don't know if I was just, like, distracted. I found this movie to be way more effective in theater. Um, Mm -hmm. I think... I don't know if it's just, like, the fact that you tend to pay attention to movies a lot more or be engulfed by, like, all the sounds and all the feelings that, like the music and it being just in your face kind of evokes. Um, It felt, the pace felt different this time around, and it also didn't feel to, um, I guess, connect and really make sense as much this time around either. It felt, I felt like it made sense until the end, and then I was kind of confused. Yeah, Um, same. I'm mostly confused by one character, and that character is the guy that runs the laundromat. Yeah, so he was a candy man, right? He was? I think so. Okay. (laughs) Could have fooled me. I think so, because he's the one that was, that, like, something's off about him, because we know that when he, when, uh, what's his name? He saw Candyman. What's I don't the think, main... I think he was trying to get Candyman to come back. He is the reason Candyman came back, really. Yes. He introduced our main character to Candyman. He did all the Candyman. He was the one pushing the Candyman agenda. <laughs> He if was. Will. Everybody was like, we don't talk. It was like Fight Club. We don't he's talk the, about it. Yeah. He's the Candyman snitch. And yeah. he was pushing um, Anthony towards Candyman the whole time to exactly. become the next Candyman. So Everyone like, agreed not to talk about Candyman. I think he was Candyman. I think he's just like, he's like the one that he, he wants Candyman to come back. He thinks Candyman's um, important to have around. Yes. Which I don't understand why. That's the reason. That's the reason I'm confused, honestly. I don't understand why. What his motive was. Yeah. I don't think it was very clear what his motive was. And I I also had this confusion with the first film. That I don't really understand why the community wants Candyman around. Yeah. I don't really get it. And I've been trying to understand it. And everything I read about it is just like they it's good for them and i'm like how how is it good for anyone to have a healthy fear of Candyman? so i mean that's that's my main confusion with Candyman. man it's always been my main confusion with Candyman. i love the idea of Candyman. i love all of it i think both of these movies are great i really honestly until the end i was into it um i didn't really find an issue with pacing this time around um but it I did felt longer I, to me this time for some reason, even though well, it's, I think it's the shortest Candyman. It is the shortest. And maybe it's just because you kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. Which can happen. You know, yeah. I was surprised by a lot of stuff that happened. So maybe yeah, that kept kind it of exciting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the rewatchability just isn't quite there. That's fair. But that's I all right. I mean, not every film has to be 
I would hundred percent like be good. I think this movie is worth seeing, and I think it's well done, and I think that there's really cool things about it. Um, I really like the kills. Um, I think that our leading man is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting's the, great. Yeah, the acting. I like amazing. the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So let's. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um. Let's talk about. Um, the fact that this is a sequel, because I did not know that. <laughs> well, because I thought, they kept on saying it was a spiritual sequel. It feels like an organic sequel. No, it's I th- 100%. Like, they, apparently, they're, like, Helen was supposed to be more in it, but then they yeah. just kind of reduced it to her voice. Yeah. But obviously, they refer to everything, I mean, not everything, but most things that happened in the original the only thing that's not canon is that they don't talk about Helen being Candyman because Candyman's always a black man. Yeah, seems. but she was. But she was a Candyman. She man. was. She was the only female and white Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But, I mean, I think that this film adds a lot. Yes. Oh, and absolutely. takes away very little. Like I think it's a very good sequel. It's a I sequel. Agree. I don't always love it when we have sequels with the same name. I find it confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I reference this? I always have to say Naya DaCosta's Candyman. Oh, I'm fine. I'll say Naya DaCosta's Candyman. She deserves all the credit. But like, can we have a different name? Maybe like no, just Candyman. Okay. Um, I have I have a hard time with that. Just in general, whenever we. Same. Either remake films or give sequels to films, you know, decades later, and then give it the same name. Like, it's hard when you talk about horror movies. It's honestly, that's the main thing. I don't, I mean, like, I don't know how to talk general, about it. In general, not even sequels, just movies. Like, yeah. why do we need, like, we just had with the invitation. Yeah. Like, find a new name. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be called Candyman. We we could just know it's a Candyman sequel. Yeah. Based give, us, on... give us some sort of distinction. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. I'll get over it. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I really liked it. I liked I had the twist with I, I don't know how I didn't see it coming that Anthony was the baby from the original. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't see it. But the second I found out, I was like, oh, I was so excited. I was so into it. I Loved thought that was that great. Yeah. I thought I that was Vanessa great. Williams coming back. Oh, she's so f- I freaking love her. She's fantastic. She really and I don't is. know if you noticed, but she has she has a scar on her arm from where she got axed oh, by Helen. Yes. I noticed that this time. I don't think I noticed it the first time. She is amazing. I yes. when I saw her name during the title cards, I was like, "Oh, she's back. That's exciting." Yeah. And then I kept waiting for her to show up, and I can't believe I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I knew his name was Anthony, and like it just did not for some I, I felt so dumb I was like I yeah. should have noticed that sooner <laughs> it's funny because I obviously when I saw this movie I hadn't seen Candyman in years yeah so it was like a oh shit moment for sure um and even and then this time when I realized that his, I was like oh okay this makes sense now <laughs> did you realize it when you rewatched the original or did you realize it this time watching the remake this the time watching sequel? the remake oh, I didn't okay I didn't even remember when I was oh watching okay the original. But yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a big plot point. Yeah, and that a he's big plot the baby. point that makes it a sequel. Yes. Yeah, not a it's spiritual a, sequel. It's like a, a legit. It's sequel. really <laughs> not a spiritual sequel. No. First of all, what the fuck is a spiritual sequel? <laughs> no one knows. 
That's just bullshit that someone made up once and people repeat. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It's like a sequel, kind of. This is not a sequel, kind of. It's a sequel, definitely. A hundred percent. And a good one. A good sequel. It's um, very well done. Very well done. The pup, the the shadow pup. I know I said it even when we reviewed the trailer for this mm-hmm. film years ago, but the 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 shadow puppets are just. I love them. They're gorgeous. Um, you can think of two other films that use like shadow puppets in them, and they're all fantastic. I just, it's a great way to tell a story in a film. It's beautiful always. It's so engaging. It really is. Uh, and haunting in, mm-hmm. in this film, especially um, very haunting. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I loved that Anthony was an artist, kind of a throwback to the original Candyman, who was an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the echoes of Candyman yeah. throughout with our main character and just him trying to find his artistic voice and finding it through this story. And honestly, I think, I think it's a very smart script. I think people honestly, obviously um, really loved the original when they were writing this and were really trying to respect it and make it something even better. And I think that they succeeded in a lot of ways. It's not a hundred percent successful for me, but it's, it's definitely worth watching. I, especially if you're a Candyman fan, I yeah. think it's a great addition to Candyman. I think it, watching it one after another works really well. I agree. And I absolutely love the idea of um, him being an artist and that's how he's getting Candyman's name out. Yes. Um, the murder in the, in the art gallery mm-hmm. is... So good. Creepy, very good, very well done. Um, the bathroom scene, which we get a little taste for in the trailer, is yeah. super effective without being like too much. Yeah. Um, I I think it does a really good job of being effectively scary without being overtly gory. I mean, I it agree. is gory, but it's not. It's not like slasher movie. Yeah. Um, over overkill guts and guts and stuff. You know, yeah. it's just. It's very similar. Like the original was very similar. Yeah, it wasn't you don't see overly. A ton. Yeah, um, and then the like the art critic, yeah. how that was like a wide shot, but you could see it happening yeah. in the window. That was a really cool scene. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, this film is beautiful. Hmm. It really is. Yeah. So. <sighs> I don't I I need to talk about the end because I am confused by it. I was yes, I have questions. Okay. So let's kind of talk through what happened. So so we have Anthony, he meets this guy. He's kind of researching Helen. He mm-hmm. knows the story of Helen cuz his girlfriend's brother tells him to, tells it to them as like a scary story. He looks it up, find out finds out it's real and wants to get inspired by it for his for his art piece. Yeah. Cuz it does have to deal with a lot of what his art's about, right? Which is, um, you know, being black in America and racial segregation and, mm-hmm. and different socioeconomic communities. And so, you know, he's he's checking it out. He's going to go back to the, where it all started, walking through Cabrini Green, and finds, you know, 
this guy who owns a laundromat who's telling him the story of Candyman. And so that's when it kind of starts for him now that he knows about even before he knows about Candyman did he get stung by a bee before then he did right yes yeah. it's like he's being led to this guy kind of absolutely so he that's what I mean in. once he gets stung it's like he's infected with Candyman yes <laughs> Candyman viruses comes through bee stings and yeah. he is basically caught the bug for yep lack of a better way no, to express quite it. Quite literally. <laughs> quite literally. Um, he thought he escaped. Well, he didn't think he escaped, but his mom thought he escaped being a baby, but he's getting pulled right back in. He is getting pulled right back in. So I think it's interesting. I just like this. We find out that this laundromat guy, his sister was killed by Candyman mm-hmm. and he saw Candyman leaving the scene, I guess, after his sister died. And when... Helen saved the community of Candyman. They all agreed never to talk about Candyman again to make him die and disappear. And this one guy is the guy to keep it going. I just, if your sister is killed by him, why would you want to keep it going? So I was reading through the trivia yeah. and um, this guy, his he was like his character was named after like a 19th century Scottish serial killer. So I think he's just like a crazy fucking sociopath that like wants to start shit. I I think that's just his intention. With a reason. Or if that's the reason, like make it apparent. Yeah. Because up until that point, I thought he was a good guy. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of. And there was no inkling that he wasn't. And he doesn't really give an explanation to why he's doing all these things. I don't even know why we need to see him no see Candyman. you know what i mean like i don't even know why we need that flashback i just think that whole section of the film's a little muddled i agree and it doesn't get any clearer at the end where he like kidnaps um both of them yeah and then essentially like sets anthony up yeah i'm not really sh- he, i mean he's call very and... literally making him Candyman by cutting off yeah. his hand and giving him a and, hook yeah which in that way I don't think would really work. I mean, the way he does it doesn't seem <laughs> accurate. No, um, I don't think that's how you would do that if you in real life if you were doing that. That's not it. That's not it. He's not a doctor. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I just feel like he would have like bled out. I mean, I'm sure magic is coming into play somewhere there. Yeah. But it's all very muddled. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no, it's not clear what's happening there, and it feels kind of rushed. Like yes. all of a sudden. All of this is happening very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's kind of like, oh, we're here already. I was even like, because I said that it was like kind of slow at the beginning for me. But at the end, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're already here. Like, we're already yeah. at the end. What just happened? Like, Brianna was just in the laundromat. And now we're like, getting yeah, towards the it end is of the a movie. little. It's rushed for sure. Yeah. It's rushed for sure. And maybe something ended up on the cutting room floor that we needed to fully commit to this scene being what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of really good horror films that kind of fall off at the end. I, Most, like the, I mean, a lot of them do, actually. The very end, you know, with mm-hmm. Candyman coming out and killing the police officer, I'm fully on board with all that. That was, that whole section was Same. great. Um, Brianna, um, 
using the rearview mirror to use to to summon him and get out of that situation. I mean, technically she should have died, I think. That was my question. I was yeah. very confused by that because yeah. she should 100% have been killed. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of Candyman is that he kills whoever summons him. Ex- exactly. And, I was like, why uh, are we breaking the rules? I mean, and if we're breaking the rules because Anthony is changing the rules, that's, that's all well and good. That would be cool. But, but like, she, but, you need but to guide us there. But it's not Anthony's Candyman we see at the end. It's, uh, what's his face? Tony Todd? Yeah. Well, he starts off as Anthony when he's killing the cops, and then he turns, he morphs into other Candyman. 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 <laughs> Candyman. And then turns into Tony Todd at the very end. Right. And he says, tell everyone. So That's why it's, I guess, yeah. you know, sometimes Candyman does let someone go free like he did with Helen for a while. So is this eventually going to start happening to Brianna then, where she's going to become the next Candyman? Nope. I don't know. I mean, she's got to be. If, she, yeah. if if we're following the formula of the films, the only time Candyman lets someone go, like with Helen, like with mm-hmm. Anthony, is, well, I guess technically Anthony never summoned him, which is not canon. But um, Anthony did. He did? Yeah. It was in the, um, it was, he was like in the bedroom with Brianna and he had like had her in the chair and he was like Candyman. He said it into the window and she was like I thought he like, said it four times. She was like don't play. Well she was like don't say it one more like do not say it again and then he said it like oh, really fast. I thought it was four times. Well that makes sense then. If he call- if he actually summoned him that's canon then. Yeah. Um so I mean I'm 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 fine with it but just like trying to unravel you know, what are we really trying to do here? Then if it's canon, Brianna's going to be the next candy man, candy woman, yes. candy woman, candy woman, joining Helen in the ring. joining Helen. Yes. First black female candy woman. Bring it. <laughs> Let's go. Maybe I, she can change the rules. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that they can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Under, fully understand it either because this film kind of shows us the wide array of Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> and we never see any of the other ones in the first one, you know? Yeah. Whereas and I mean, we I can appreciate this one. I can appreciate the, you know, symbolism of trauma breeds more trauma, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, absolutely. I can appreciate that. I think, you know, it works well. I just, this crazy guy, I just wish I had a better understanding of him and his his reasoning. Yeah. Because he's ultimately the villain here. Oh, yes. He's the he's the reason. So un- unless he's like also possessed by Candyman somehow. Maybe he's just obsessed because of the death, but then why would you want to bring that on to more people? Well, yeah, that's the thing. If he was so traumatized by that, you would think he would want to avoid it at all costs, not bring it back for, for fun. Yes. So, I mean, that's that's the main issue I have with it. But otherwise, like I said, totally worth a watch. I'll watch it again. I liked it a lot. And um, I liked watching it, you know, like right after watching Candyman. So I would recommend doing it that way. Yeah. 
I, I definitely think it's worth re-watching Candyman if you haven't watched this yet before you watch it. So I think you'll get more out of it. Okay, so I my curiosity got the better of me. And okay. so I Googled it. Okay, let's get it. And apparently he is bringing back, he's determined to summon Candyman to put an end to racism. He what? thinks that it was time to bring back the Candyman to wipe out those who dared take out their prejudice on others is the quote that i'm seeing but how how does Candyman do that that's when what it, i don't understand yeah Candyman's never done that Candyman just kills who summons him it's mm-hmm. not it's it's it has nothing to do with racism he like plays with who summons him too that's true and kills like people around the person and then yeah. kills the person yeah yeah that's true but sometimes he just kills the people. Yeah. Like the kids sometimes in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Because that perpetuates the story. That girl was at the mm-hmm. art show. That brings mm-hmm. it full circle. Now that's a legend. Forever. Yeah. That one girl got away. She's just as fucked up as, you know, the dead people from now on. Because. Yeah. Yikes. Scary. Well, and you start even just going back to the original Candyman. You... Like the person that originally started Helen to look into it, like she was from Cabrini Green. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but that's the reason that the internet says. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it, but. And his sister died from Candyman. Yeah. So she wasn't like perpetuating racism. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just don't really understand the racism part of it. And maybe it's just because I haven't experienced it, or maybe it's just because it's not super clear. Yeah. Could be either or. But, I mean, sure. if you have more to add to this and would like to share with us, please we feel would free love to write to hear us. it. Yeah. yeah. Open to hearing it. I mm-hmm. just don't understand it. I'm acknowledging that I don't understand it. Okay. Same. Closing my book on Candyman, then, I guess. Love that for oh, us. Man. <laughs> How are you doing over there? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah? Guys, can you tell I'm a little delusional? Are you? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, but good. It's October. It's it the, is. It's the only month I ever do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and you do too much. And I do too much. Yes. I get all of my uh, my yearly goings out in this one month. Yeah. It's great. I can't get it all criterion. out. I do. Yeah. How about you? How are things? You know, things are all right. I've been trying to keep up on my 31 days of horror for October, um, which has been difficult for sure. But I'm doing all right with it. I mean, I'm probably going to get to like 20, maybe. you. I'm not going to hit 31. It's probably not going to happen. It's going to be pretty hard to make that happen. But I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So there's that. (laughs) Hey, you can only do your best, right? Yes. Yes. I'm not like. A movie a day is crazy. Well, I, I, and I, you just can't sometimes. Yeah. You just can't. I've been watching um, very slowly. Um, much slower than the other series I've been watching, um, um, the Midnight Society, Midnight Club, Midnight, Midnight yep, Club, Midnight Club. Yes. 
The Midnight uh, Society is Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's different. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't started it yet because I'm like, I can't start another show before the the month is out. I just can't. It's um, heavy. It's a heavy one because it's dealing with young people who are who have terminal diseases. Oh, so basically it takes place at a hospice and it's all young people at this hospice um, that are terminal, obviously. And so um, it's was not expecting that. No. And they have like a a nighttime club where they tell creepy stories Um. And the um, the person who takes the 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 person who heads the hospice is Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's fun. Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good. It's very good so far. Um, some of the ghostly things are real, and some of them are them just telling stories. And then you're like, are the stories real or are they yeah. fake? And so it's it's. It's good. The acting's great. It's beautiful to watch. Um, I'm enjoying it more than um, I expected to, and I'm mm-hmm. enjoying it more than I enjoyed uh, Midnight Mass, personally. This You're is enjoying more it more? Style. Okay. Oh, way more. Way more than Midnight Mass. Okay. Um, this is more my style, I think. Um, maybe not as good as Hill House, but I've only seen two episodes, so I don't know. It could It could get that good. Yeah. It could he, get that he usually level. sets up in those early episodes. It's so. a lot of setting up, but it's yeah. and it's not really that scary yet. Sure. Um but there are definitely creepy moments and it's creative, it's interesting. Um uh, I think it's based on a novel. Um and so I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying I think you'll like it a lot, but it is heavy. Um so I'm personally slowly uh, working mm-hmm. my way through it because it's it's heavier than it's heavy for me personally uh, because I have you know a friend going through something like that mm-hmm. um, right now and so um, that's why I can only take it in small brief <laughs> moments sure. one episode a week is a lot so I've been doing it like one episode every other week really nice. so but it's good I mean it's good it's worth watching I think um, I'm going to finish it for sure, but there's 10 episodes. It's going to take me a while. <laughs> I'll probably get into it next month. Not as many repeat characters as Mike Flanagan typically has mm. <clears throat> in his shows. There's only one I've seen so far. One repeat. So kind of interesting. Usually he kind of clings to his actors a bit. Yeah, maybe they he were collects busy. them. Maybe. Um, there is I just in the last episode there was a there was a woman who was in both Midnight Mass and Haunting of Hill House Um, I don't remember which one to be honest I think she was the older (laughs) sister in Hill House and I think she was um, the religious woman in Midnight Mass yes okay so she's in it she starts she's in the second episode Nice. I'm assuming he, she's going to come back again. So we might get more repeats, but so far she's the only one I've seen that's a repeat, which is kind of interesting because, like I said, he likes to recycle his actors. He yeah. likes to work with who he likes to work with. His wife, nowhere in sight. I don't know if she's going to show up, but she's nowhere in sight at the moment. Interesting. <laughs> um, I feel and like she's she'll in like everything he does. Up, so I don't know. 
Yeah. You think she's going to show up? I didn't even look. I didn't. I don't want to look because I don't want to see. I want to be surprised with who shows up. I'm not going to look yeah. on IMDb. So we'll just keep it a secret until it happens. But you should start it. I mean, you could watch an episode for your Halloween horror thing. I've been think on. So? Does that count? Yeah, I've been keeping more tabs on Letterboxd recently. I've been like on it more, tracking things. So yeah, it's fun. Been, I need to fill mine out for October. I haven't really done that. Yeah, yet. I've been. I know I've been looking for yours, and I don't see anything I'm on sorry. there. I'll. I. I keep falling behind, but I have a yeah. list of all of the movies that I've watched so far. Yeah. You know what I watched um, the other night that hmm. I liked a lot more than I thought that I hmm. did uh, was The Purge, like the first one. Really? Yeah. Um, I forgot that one that. just takes place in one house, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was really effective. Um, it was I enjoyed a good movie. It. I mean, obviously, they made a billion of them afterwards, so they got very extra and very crazy. Oh, and yeah. so I kind of went into it with that lens, but it's sure. very simple, and I like that about it. It is very simple. Yeah, it's like a one house kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I know. I. Th- the simple horror films are sometimes the best ones. I agree. I agree. There was enough symbolism in that one house. <laughs> it yeah. didn't need everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I actually re- I was like, oh, this is like my surprise, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I watched um, The Blob. Oh, I love yesterday. that one. Because we were talking about it last week. Yeah. When we had our little roundtable episode. And I was like, that's that's a rewatcher for sure. And mm-hmm. I rewatched that. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is just such a gloppy, gloppy, gloppy. It's gross. so good. I forgot all about the ending of that film, which is different than I remembered. Yeah. But I still like really fun. Happens. Yeah. When you're like, oh, this is a surprise. Even yeah. I've seen this before. <laughs> there was really only like two scenes that I remembered really well. And the rest of it, I was like, oh, that's new. Have it's you not, watched but... uh, Halloween Ends yet? No, I'm avoiding it like the plague after talking to like <laughs> a ton of people that said it's basically the worst movie they've ever seen. <sighs> yeah. Can I tell you, I was um, – so I saw it right on Tuesday mm-hmm. and – um, I was so confused <laughs> by everything that I watched for however long that movie is. Yeah. And I left and I was kind of like hesitant to tell people what I thought about it. Sure. Because I feel, I felt like it was one of those movies that maybe I just didn't get and everyone's going to love it, you know? Yeah. And then I felt very not happy that people didn't like it but i was like i felt like okay validated exactly yeah yeah Yeah. i was like okay so there are obviously like some people who really enjoyed it which is totally fair it seems like it's a small handful though it's a very small handful i just it 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 was a completely bonkers way to end that series i think i think that's my hugest (laughs) issue with it and i'm curious i'm honestly curious to watch it again knowing what i know Will I look at it differently? Sure. But like yeah. the first two movies kind of went very well together. And this one was like, fuck it. It, it felt just so out of place, I think, is was my confusion with it. Sure. Sure. I'm not going to see it in theaters, probably. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> I was like totally was like, oh, you just get like watch it on Peacock or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not wasting my $12. I'll Guys, hold on to it. It could be a Patreon watch, to be honest. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Let's do that. 
It actually would be a really fun Patreon watch. Let's do that. Oh, speaking of Patreon watch, we have no idea what we're watching next week. We don't. No. Oh, we do. Are we, we going to do Near Dark? Oh, let me see if it's streaming. It's on the Criterion channel. Oh, okay. We- Should we do it? <laughs> That'd be fun. If you want to, we can, or we can spin the wheel. Because I know a lot of people might not have the Criterion app. Okay. I mean, look, we can spin it. That's fine. If we spin something really awful or that's not streaming, we'll do Near Dark. How's that? Perfect. That's okay. deal. Deal. I have no idea what's on the wheel. It's been a very long time since I've looked at it. And we haven't added anything to it. You said I Barbarian was streaming soon, right? But not Yes, next but week. Not, not in time for next week. We can do okay. it the week after. Amazing. I can't wait to do Barbarian. I'm so excited to do it also. I'm so excited it's come to HBO so quickly. I know. It's awesome. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this bitch. Okay. Spin <laughs> oh this bitch. I'm saying bitch. I'm so not funny. using the that <laughs> I'm not gonna use the thing. I'm just gonna use let's spin this bitch. Okay. An American haunting. I have no idea what that is. I think that we should spin again. Yeah. <laughs> Try again. That one didn't count. That was a test run. Mimic. Also, don't know what that is. Whoa, Mimic is that movie from '97 with Mira Sorvino. I think oh. it's like an alien movie. Oh, is that what we're doing? Let's do it. A disease it's... carried by common cockroaches is killing Manhattan children. Oh no! Oh no! Is it streaming? It is. It's on HBO. Okay. Are we doing it? Do you want to do it? I'm down. I don't don't remember. Oh, Guillermo del Toro directed it. Oh, we should definitely do it. I haven't watched this movie probably since 97. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know anything about it. Let's do it. We're doing it. Mira Sorvino is is coming to Final Girls. All right. I love me some Mira Sorvino. Me too. Can't say her name very well, but I just did a a good attempt at it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You, You killed it. I killed killed something. (laughs) Awesome. I'm excited. So join us next week when we do Mimic from 1997. It is streaming on HBO Max. um, And then it's also available for rent. All right. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.